0: up to the sky and you suddenly
1: felt the blues you ask yourself why is there nothing left to lose nothing really left you but just some fools go trying harder to get it every day with roll oh, Lend me your ears for today cuz it's
0: something in reality all right those Kansas City Royals they are back on top they Listen, (laughs) (laughs) three weeks ago, there were seven games back, Ray. Uh, Yes, they were. And now the the division race is over. It sure looks like it. The White Sox look dead in the the water. Obviously, the
1: Tigers cannot be trusted. GG, everybody. Call it here. (laughs) KC has just won the World Series again. Yes, I can. Wow. Back to back. You can put them on the board. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It was quite a quick
0: turnaround, though. Like the, the I don't know if it's quicker that the Royals caught them or the, the White Sox are just falling out of the sky into the depths of hell. Well,
1: the KC Royals, we were joking about it, them sweeping them in a four-game series, the White Sox who yeah. were in first place at the time. And then they went and did it. Yeah. And three of those games were like ninth inning comebacks. Well, and the other one was rained out. That's yeah. got to be demoralizing for any team out there. To not just lose all those games to the team you're trying yeah. to hold off, to lose like that.
0: Yeah, you don't come back that much from multiple runs, like, after the seventh inning. And the Royals did it three times in a row, three which they've row. never done in a series ever. I have now. Yeah. So that's got to be demoralizing. Yes, got to be demoralizing. So
1: now not only are the Royals in first place, they're in first place by, they got a little bit of room. A little bit. To mess around with Dylan G pitching as we oh record this. God. Dylan G, man, he's, uh, my stomach hurt just
0: when you just said Dylan G
1: you know, I, I give you know what? Great, I grade him, Dylan, F. <laughs> how about that?
0: He's, Wouldn't G theoretically be a worse grade than F? Though.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> there used to be cartoons where people would get Z's, and yeah. I'm like, I don't even know how sure. that even happens. Z minus. Like at a certain point, you got F minus. Like now you've F, you're failing. Like they don't even give Fs anymore. They give E's. Did you know that? You're in, you're in school. Yes. They don't give Fs anymore. Why don't they give Fs anymore? Uh,
0: I, I. I guess because it makes kids feel bad about themselves, but then you still know you're getting
1: the lowest score, right? (laughs) You get an E, you still feel like a dummy. Like what? Oh, I well, I might have gotten an E, but at least I didn't get an F, like my forefathers did. Right? I'm the real not failure. You got a zero percent. You failed. Yeah, I hate getting E's. Just feels stupid. You you get easy E's. I'll get easy E's. Yeah, they're easy when I get them.
0: Right.
1: Hey, everybody. You have made it back to the next thrilling chapter of Raisin, Raisin Brent. 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 And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And we are talking about some poop. Yeah. We got a lot of poop we got to talk about this a week, lot of Brent. Poop. We got the uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. And the Game 7 of the uh, Western Conference Finals. Ooh. Properly predicted right here. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say. Did I not say? Uh, I was still like Golden State despite everything. Did I, I did, not say that? I did too.
0: You said, I like what you did, though. You basically said, well, I think it's 50-50. That way, either way it goes, you could say, I predicted it. <laughs> but if it's,
1: if I say it's 50-50 and OKC takes them out in game five, that's mm-hmm. not 50-50. Right. 50-50 is, I absolutely could see this going seven, and then who knows who's going to win. Well, yeah. All we had to do is get, uh, game six was everything. Yes, it was. And they blew it. But we'll be talking <sighs> they about that. blew it. And we got to talk about the new Preacher show. Yeah. Yeah. We both watched it. We're fans of the comic books, and we got. I, I need. I need to verbalize some stuff. I need to say some stuff.
0: Well, I'll probably have to explain some stuff to you, since you. you there were a few barely, points you, I you barely skimmed the comic, and I'm a big fan of it. Uh, I have been, you I've are, got the original issues.
1: You need to stop right now. <laughs> we both know the reverse of that is the truth.
0: <laughs> you big dummy. Andy Dufresne agrees with me.
1: Oh, okay. Well, right, if your Andy dog Dufresne. agrees, then Thank it's on. You. And yeah, and we talked a little bit of MLB right now, and we can we can follow up on that a little bit. How do you feel as a Royals fan? Do you feel confident? Do you feel like they finally got their poop together and now we can kind of coast the rest of the season? They do.
0: They, they well, no, coast
1: through basically. <laughs> you don't even have to win anymore.
0: They're playing well right now, but you saw their lineup, dude. Did you recognize half the guys in their lineup? I did not. Yeah, because they're they're actually half of them are Omaha Storm Chasers,
1: which is the AAA. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say uh, they were uh, uh, Omaha Stakes. Mm-hmm. And they actually work uh, a call center for Omaha Steaks. They're winning. I would believe that too. They're winning, and they're winning consistently, which means that they are Trump Steaks. Oh, jeez. Okay, Mister Trump. <laughs> Thank you so much. They're not Omaha stakes. Trump stakes are much better. Omaha stakes are losers. How 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 are those tax records looking? Are we gonna be releasing those anytime soon, Mr. Mr. Trump? Build that wall. <laughs> Build that wall. Okay. Well there's... Get him out of here. I I gotta go, guys. What well... were you asking me? I forgot. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Get him out of here. Yeah, that's how the media works too, am I right? <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> Gracious. Uh, but anyway, we got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about this week, and uh, we're going to open up by talking some NBA Finals. I think that's very important stuff. Okay. We're going to do it after three seconds of Dolly Parton. As predicted here on the show, Golden State comes back. I mean, maybe not predicted. Predict is maybe too strong a word.
0: Neither one of us said that Oklahoma City was definitely going to win. No, uh, you I, seemed
1: you seemed like you were more thinking they were going to win than I was, though. Um, well, and maybe mean, just you,
0: because Oklahoma City is so tough to play at home. They yeah, are
1: tough to play at home, but,
0: and but I wasn't Golden sh- State's
1: just tough to play, and, period.
0: And it seemed to me like Steph was a little... It didn't have quite the quickness. They that were yeah.
1: Something I mean, he was. he's still coming off an injury. They looked off. They didn't have it together. And boy, do they find it.
0: <laughs> it was very, very reminiscent of last year in the finals when they somehow got down two to one to Cleveland. And, yeah. then, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, this one lineup we're running doesn't work against this team. Yep. Because they have that that small lineup that they like to run. Well,
1: they found the counter, too, to what OKC was doing, running that new lineup. Right. And then they obviously were able to deal with it to a certain point. And Plus, when you're when you're a streak shooting team, all you got to do is start hitting shots. Right. Cures everything.
0: Uh, so what do you think about these finals, right? Now that we're getting to the finals, Oklahoma City, I mean, was this more of a Golden State taking it from them or Golden, or Oklahoma City choking, I guess, first?
1: Yeah, let's but let's stay there for a sec because I got yeah. more I want to say on that. But yeah, Golden State obviously showed why they're champions and Oklahoma City showed why they're not champions. Mm-hmm. I mean, just at the end of the day, they did choke it away. I mean, I don't see how you say they didn't choke it away. They were doing fine in game seven and then Golden State got off on a little run in the fourth quarter and then you could just see them just like just put put their heads down they were done and the the thing that i mentioned to you i even texted you in the moment was with 50 seconds to go steph curry hits a shot to put them up seven right and uh, or, or they and then they go down they miss a shot with 50 seconds to go down yeah. seven and then they gave up they didn't go for the foul game yeah, they, they just they blew 20 30 seconds letting steph curry dribble all around the court well they literally just stood around like tree trunks and just let him go by, and he just went and scooped it in, and it was over. Well, the game was done. They pretty much, yeah. And That is not the heart of a champion. Could you see Jordan's bowls acting that way? No. No.
0: Um, yeah, the only thing that makes me think that it's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B is – Oklahoma City just did take care of another NBA champion team. Yes, they did. You know, so And
1: they came from behind to do it the same way that they had just had I mean, done look, to them.
0: Let's be honest. Game six, they did blow it a little bit at the end, but that was, man, that was a performance of a lifetime for, for, for Curry Clay. Curry getting all them steals. No, Clay Thompson.
1: Oh, Clay Thompson.
0: Hitting 11 threes in one game. That's and a then, new record and then by two. And then after the game, did you see the interview with him? I did not. 11 for 18. He said, I should have 13.
1: <laughs> ah, and that's the and that's the attitude of a champion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, bless him. That's 13. Exactly I, I, missed, I missed
0: two. I missed two open ones. Should have had thirteen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, do, you, do you, I still feel like Oklahoma City like got down in the fourth quarter and then they just they quit? It sure looked to me like they quit. I tuned in with about six minutes to go to watch the end of the game because I forgot it was on. And even though I was like waiting to watch it, it was eight o'clock, and I flip it on, uh-huh. and all I could see was just Golden State just like finishing.
0: I, finishing. I don't card. think they quit until that moment that you said with yeah. like 50 seconds left or whatever. I do think that Durant and Westbrook got into hero ball where they were just like, let's just try to. Uh, and they, Me and you. Me they and got you away from away. They got away from what got them that lead, which was passing it. And they would get. Waiters was doing a great job of passing and they were getting those shots inside or getting wide open instead of Westbrook and Durant just driving in with a guy in their face and just trying to force That's it. That's what in I the saw.
1: Loop. I, I saw them drive in and just get stopped or missing shots that were tough, or I'd see them just pass the ball around, dribble around, nobody taking authority until they look up and there's four seconds to go on the shot clock, yeah. and then Durant just jacking up a deep three, Right. and it just didn't make any sense. That's just not winning basketball. Yeah, you got to take you, high percentage shots. And you can
0: tell, too, like when a team is like that at the end of the game, you can see like all the shots they're shooting up are just absolute bricks. They're yeah. not even close to going in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and sometimes and they did hit one or two along the ways, but they were all really hard shots. These were low percentage shots. Yeah. So I mean, you got to give full credit to Golden State for being. I think Golden State.
0: I think Golden State took it from them more than I mean. I think they made. I guess if if I was going to make the analogy, instead of them quitting, I would say that Golden State made them quit. Yeah, they made them say uncle.
1: I think that's fair. I think Golden State like held their head underwater long enough Mm -hmm. until the body stopped moving. Yeah. (laughs) If I can do a Hitman, I've been playing too much Hitman lately. Obviously, why you quit? But this is holding my head down under the water. I literally stopped breathing at <laughs> two minutes ago. I guess I quit now. Okay, so moving on to the finals, Ray.
0: Moving on to the you finals. Are a big NBA conspiracy theorist? Yes, sir. You have been saying the entire season. Yes, I have. Pretty much that Cleveland was going to win the championship. It sure looked that why way. Why are you jumping off that bandwagon now, Ray? Because I think Cleveland, you are almost guaranteeing that Cleveland. If you do not pick them, Cleveland will win a title.
1: Because Golden State's too good. That's why I think when I think if Oklahoma City was able to put away Golden State, so you're
0: finally coming away to Lebron my, could do it. Coming around to my way of thinking after a year and a half of me touting Golden State, you're finally coming around to
1: my way of thinking. You know what? For the sake of the show, I didn't say I was going to do this. I will bet you. I will take Cleveland in the finals. Oh, why? Don't do that. In my head, it may, they're only going to get so many looks at this. Eventually, Kevin Love is going to quit, even though he's been relegated at this point. Uh, uh, Kyrie Irving is fantastic, but it's like the pieces are there. Okay. I think the NBA wants Cleveland to win a title. They want LeBron to win a title in Cleveland. Cleveland, let's face facts, has not won anything in a super, super long time. Nothing that matters in how many years this is the year. If not now, when I think Cleveland gets the benefit, I think Draymond Green gets two fouls to start every game. And I think that uh, the referees let them manhandle uh, Steph Curry a little bit extra. And I think they let LeBron get away with everything. And I think the Cleveland Cavaliers win this series in six games. For the sake of the show?
0: Or are you saying this is what you really believe?
1: You know what? I'm talking myself into it. Originally, it was for the sake of the show. I'm not rooting for this to happen. I think Golden State are great champions. I think Golden State is the better team. I think that there's going to be some shenaniganry that I'm going to point to and Uh, why LeBron wins the title. I'm glad I remind Reminded you of your uh, conspiracy? Theory, if you hadn't reminded your, me, your
0: crazy conspiracy theories.
1: It's not crazy if it's true.
0: Well, I, sometimes it's it's more true than I thought it would be. Right? <laughs> you. um, now,
1: now you're looking for it.
0: Okay, so here's why you're wrong. <laughs>
1: okay, fair enough.
0: <laughs> here's why you're wrong. Um, all of the, you know, all the, all the, play- look, Cleveland, what they're trying to do right now, what they've been trying to do in the playoffs, is basically copy what Golden State is doing. Yeah. Only Golden State has better shooters than them. Yes, they do, and and their shooters play better defense. Kevin Love doesn't play defense. No, Kyrie does Irving not. does not play defense. No, he does not. Okay, so what do you think is going to happen when Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love are not playing defense on on Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, whoever they're covering? Those guys are going to go. Off I mean, let's not pretend like series. Golden
1: State plays great defense either.
0: They play if, better. They play better defense than, than Cleveland does. But they do. They I, do. But, but let's let's say let's just say for argument's sake they both play equal defense. Okay. Steph Curry is the best three point shooter in the history of the league. He's pretty great. Clay Thompson might be eventually the second most.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he makes a great second best. He makes a great Pippen, doesn't he? Well,
0: he he went off a bunch of times when Steph Curry was out. Yeah. You know he had 11 threes in one game. So yeah, he's on that trajectory, you know, and he plays he plays really good defense. Scottie Pippen, Steph top fifty is, players of all time. Steph, they kind of protect a little bit because he's a small Original. guy, and then he steals gets a lot of little steals. Yeah, um, but yeah, I and I also feel like. So they're pl- trying to play go- Golden State's game. Well, Golden State is better at that game, and Golden State has played that game longer than they have.
1: How about this? Golden State coming off a very emotional series where they had no, no room left to give, taken to their limits by Oklahoma City. Emotionally, physically, they have to be a little bit beat up. They have to be a little bit drained. Cleveland is sitting back, resting their players. Yeah, they are ready to go. They don't
0: play till Thursday. Exactly. It's three days away. It is three days. Uh, plenty of time to, ca- ca- to catch their... And they're also a much deeper team than Cleveland is, too. They are. They got a bunch of guys coming off the bench. I'll
1: give you a chance, to Ray. I'll I, say right now, I, I think it's just like the Oklahoma City series where uh, Cleveland steals one of the first two games, maybe game one, maybe game two, wins both games at Cleveland, but then pulls it off in game six. LeBron, miracle shot to put away the champions and get Cleveland a title. Three-pointer at the buzzer to win the game by LeBron. You're telling me right now that wouldn't be the stuff of legends? It would be, it would I be, see NBA writers writing it out right now. It would
0: be great. I I also think that I also think that um, LeBron is not known for really finishing in finals. He's not. I mean, even in the times when they won the titles, you know, Dwayne Wade was kind of the finisher.
1: But if he hits the shot I'm talking about to win it in game six. Does mm-hmm. does that entire opinion change overnight, and he becomes the great finisher, LeBron James? He is will she will never actually be a great finisher.
0: That becomes the narrative for one day. Isn't
1: that all the NBA does is post narratives but and just keep the pushing them over and over here's again? Is what
0: I think. I think this series doesn't even get to Game Six. I think it's really, five, I think it's a five game. Series. Five
1: games, yeah. and you think Cleveland takes it in five?
0: Yeah, I think Golden State. Look,
1: oh, you mean Golden State? I think Cleveland. You know,
0: LeBron is you know kind of passive aggressively talked a lot of smack yes he has about golden state yes, and, has. Golden St- and we saw what happened he's not alone we saw what happened when you talk smack about steph curry russell westbrook looking at you after game five looking rough
1: mm-hmm. uh, how, how's his defense <laughs> yikes you want to light a don't fire do, under somebody don't,
0: don't laugh at the uh two-time mvp yeah. And the current champion when you've never been an MVP and never been a champion. That's
1: like for all his faults. If you piss off Kobe on the basketball court, no one's going to work harder to crush you. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, you, you keep him asleep if you can for as long as you can.
0: So I guess what I'm saying is, right, the only way Cleveland wins this series is if the officials help them. Win. Shenaniganry. Yeah. And that's
1: what's going to happen. You watch. I'm gonna say right now, as soon as Draymond Green gets his second foul, I'm just gonna be like, how much time? Two minutes in the game? Two minutes into the game. <laughs> Big deal. Not then, weird. Then they
0: bring Andre Iguadala off the bench, who was the MVP of the finals last who gets year. Two
1: two minutes by two fouls by five minutes. Yeah. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I think the referees are going to play a massive part in this. I think something weird is going to happen. Either if it's a weird like off the bench suspension, like what happened to the Suns, something's going to happen that's going to uh, 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 help Cleveland win this. Championship. I
0: think, and I think Golden State is offended by the by the shenanigans by Cleveland, kind of talking. And um, I think they're also still still fighting that thing where they think people don't think they're as good as they are.
1: So what's the bet then? What, what do you want? The what bet to be? are we betting? We've done enough cover photos, we've done enough profile pictures, we've done enough Facebook bets. I don't know. What, what else is there? Mm.
0: I mean, it's neither one of our teams, really. Correct.
1: So it's hard to really take great pride into it. Yeah. Although I do hate Cleveland. That's true. So should we do Should we do a shame bet of a written statement? We haven't done one of those in a while. Oh, that's
0: pretty fun. Yeah. You want to do the written statement for sure. the NBA Finals? Shame, written statement, Shame shame statement. Shame statement. Yeah.
1: That has to be read on air by the other and person,
0: and then yeah, this will be different than our other statements because then while you're reading it, the other person gets to go shame, shame, and ring a bell.
1: I like shame. That. Also, what if we what if we doubled up? The written statement has to be a Facebook post of that person in its entirety, without explanation.
0: Oh, that has to be yeah, that has to be a, a post you put on Facebook. Yes. Okay. You done? In done? Okay. Uh, well, we have to come up with like a you know maximum amount, otherwise I'll make you do like. It'll you'll, be, you'll, you'll be. You'll be writing Leviticus. One right,
1: solid paragraph. One solid
0: paragraph. Maybe right.
1: with an intro and outro statement.
0: Okay. Is that gotcha. fair? That's fair. Let's done. do that.
1: Okay, done. In. That's a bet. Oh, All the right. out for the series. Did you hear that? Guys, you just start writing that <laughs> statement. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's come on back. We're going to talk a little bit about Game of Thrones after yeah. three seconds of Creighton's
0: Clearwater CCR
1: rival. job in the city. Finally, a nice, quiet episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> as quiet as a Game of Thrones episodes get, at least, right? Sure. I mean, I had three plot points written down here of things that we should talk about that would make good for good fodder. I totally left off. Daenerys got her dragon back. Oh, yeah. Kind of the biggest event of the entire episode. Let's just talk about that really quick. Daenerys, like, did she feel his presence? How did that work? She's like, I'm going to ride up ahead. I feel so it's like something's up. it been a
0: weird thing that we don't know exactly how that works. You know, how did well, the dragons find her?
1: <clears throat> well, you know, the two are the two now. Here's the question I have: Are the other two dragons still stuck in that dungeon, just unchained now, or do they get out? Did they know. ever make that official? I don't know because it yeah. feels like if they're unchained, they could have gotten themselves out. Thus, the whole reason that they were chained in the first place. Yeah, thank you. So she does have one Dargon though. Mm-hmm. and the Dothraki people behind her, and she, did you like that she gave the Caldrogo speech to them? Yeah, and they and were they impressed? Uh, were they not entertained? Uh, they were both impressed and entertained, as was I. And she didn't even have to get naked to do it. Good job, Daenerys Targaryen. She is coming. She is getting on, what do they? she call them, the wooden horses? The wooden horse. The wooden horses that take them over the sea. Dothrakis have never been to Wester- that side of Westeros before. They're going. She's <laughs> got the Unsullied. Is going to happen? She's got the Dothrakis. It's got to happen, right? But is it going to happen? I mean, I mean, it's Game of Thrones, so it's doesn't been, it's almost been seem building like for just, six
0: seasons. doesn't seem like they going to make all the Dothraki drowned before they get there.
1: Somehow. I asked the question, like, is there going to be some sort of a sea monster that kills them all before they can get yeah. there? Or like, or like, Daenerys gets the flu and dies on the trip. Yes, it, it's Game of Thrones. It feels like something stupid, like that's going to happen. But I always, always appreciative of like, an Entertainment Weekly used to do Game of Thrones articles, and mm-hmm. on the cover, it'd be Amelia uh, uh, Clark, and it would be Kit Harington, it'd be Jon Snow, and and uh, and uh, Daenerys, two characters who have never met each other on the show, right? As if they're having a conversation on the cover, <laughs> makes me laugh every time.
0: I'm still super excited. For when the new epic rap battle comes out, and it's uh, Stone Man Jorah Mormont versus you think that's wi- gonna be an epic versus, rap battle versus the- wi- versus White Walker Hodor.
1: <laughs> In and I want White Walker Hodor more than life itself right now. It feels so obvious. It's right there, guys. In the epic battle, have White Walker Hodor kill somebody? Oh, so good. So good. So let's see here. So other talking points here. Okay, our favorite, okay, least favorite talking point. The Arya Stark and the many faces. What a lame. Oh, yeah. What is she Thank just you. quits? She just quits. After three seasons of yeah, training these people going through all the poop. From
0: all of what, you know, the faceless the head faceless man has said, there's no third chance. No. Right? Okay.
1: No. And as the faceless and as everybody's been telling Arya Stark the whole time, you're not cut out for this. Yeah. No, I am. No, I am. A girl has no name. No, I'm going to be a blind beggar in the streets. A girl has no name. Uh, I am ready. Shut up. And then finally, hey, we need you to kill somebody. No, nah, I'm not ready for this. Guess what? What the F? Yeah. Arya Stark? I predict that, that, that you know, she will take care of the
0: faceless girl. and well,
1: she'll she will, kill her. And
0: she will say something like, you are cut out for this and then she cuts her heart out. She's <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want that to happen. I hope it doesn't. <laughs> that would be that would be the jump the shark moment of Game of Thrones. Oh, man. So dumb, though. She decides she likes being a Stark better because they asked her to kill somebody she liked. Hello, you asked to join the Assassin's Guild. You showed up at the door to join the Assassin's Guild, and they mm. say, we want you to kill somebody. You're like, I don't think I have the stomach for that. What? Yeah. What were you, have you been doing for three seasons other than wasting all our time? But, you know, now that you
0: mention it, though, I can't wait for that sea monster to take out all those things. And, <laughs> and, then, we, a- and then we, and then then all of a sudden we say, wait, what is that out in the distance? Oh, it's Daenerys. She's... she's water
1: skiing on a sh- with a shark pulling her oh my <laughs> she jumps the dragon she jumps the shark she's water skiing with a shark she says I told Jorah Mormon I'd do this woo <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness what gracious. What is
0: this thing out in the ocean? It looks like stone, but it's not sinking.
1: Oh, it's Jorah Mormont. Oh, it's <laughs> giant Jorah Mormont. He just grabbed the bottom of the ship and pulled it under with his massive weight. <laughs> Dear lords. So how do you feel about Arya Stark now? Are you are you happy about this? Are you uh, annoyed well, by it? Because I'm annoyed by I'm it. I'm annoyed by it, but I'm also
0: happy because doesn't she need to get back and I like, cause trouble? Get back to your list of people you want to kill. Well, Thank it's you. It's so
1: weird because they're just like uh, – uh, she's asked by the fake uh, – um, Lady uh, Lannister by the fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, why am I blanking on her name right now? Cersei. Yeah. By fake Cersei. Uh, sh- she's told like, oh, you know, assassinating and acting uses the same skill set, really, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. And it's she's just like, does she want to become an actor now? Yeah. <laughs> I don't fully understand like what was going on with that plot point whatsoever. I think that's a rare Game of Thrones miss. I don't know what's going on here, and I don't care.
0: A girl doesn't want to. A girl doesn't want to be faceless no a girl wants to
1: dance jazz hands do 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 i I'm just like what's going on? Neon lights are bright on broadway. <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to broadway and i'm taking needle with me so dumb so i mean i'm blessed game of thrones it's my favorite show <laughs> that's terrible like just kill the lady. I don't care if you like hey, her. The whole you know point what? of being an assassin is sometimes you got to kill people you might be agreeing with because that's your
0: god darn job. If that's what George R. R. Martin wanted to happen as a plot point. I mean, they kind of have to go with that. I'm assuming that. I what assume it was. so.
1: Yeah, but it, it just seemed awfully weak to me. Why do you? You only known this lady for three days, and all you know she is is a drunken lout who who who's banging the fake Tyrion when she drinks too much and thinks it's okay to do. Yeah, that's not that's not heroic. She's just some... La- I, I, what are you doing? I don't know. Okay, I'm, I'm getting angry. So let's move on to uh, something that's going to make me not angry, right? The Samwell and Gilly goes mm-hmm. back and visits his freaking castle? Yeah. That was an impressive estate.
0: Yeah, that kind of makes me not like Samwell as much. I mean, I guess we knew it, but... They rich you knew kid. he came from rich, r- kid. rich
1: kid stuff, and he rich was a, just a fat kid. And uh, his dad is kind of a real tool. And his brother kind of is a tool, too, but I, I get his brother. My wife, Melissa, was just like, why didn't he stand up for his brother at the dinner table? And I'm like, "Uh, because when you have a bully like that, who's just shoving everybody around, who has all the cards. If he's bullying the kid that you know you can't really help at the end of the day, the best thing you can do is just avert your eyes, put your head down and just don't draw the attention to yourself. Yeah, he's going to inherit the
0: kingdom. Tywin Lannister. Nobody stood up to him either. You you didn't have
1: to. He's not unless he's coming after you. And and if he's coming after you, uh, um, you know, take a crossbow to the face. I guess. Spoiler alert. Uh, you you had an opinion on Samwell stealing the sword. Yeah, I thought it was.
0: I don't know. Kind of I, thought I thought it was great. That was kind of a dick. I thought it
1: was a big f you to the entire the entire land. He knows he can never return to I this land it was again. Lame. After what he did to his girlfriend, talking about like uh, uh, what, uh, talking down to him, talking yeah, down he to his girlfriend, talking down to the guy's girlfriend
0: that he's never met before, and he didn't say that she was a wildling. But then he's just gonna take their one family heirloom they have. That seems kind of. Well,
1: it me. belongs to him, technically. Does it? He's a member of the family. Yeah, it doesn't belong to him, it belongs to the family. And you know what? Here's the deal. He, you know what kills White Walkers, Brent? What kills White Walkers? Valerian Steel. What is that sword made of? Well, Valerian Steel. He's going back to fight White Walkers. He but, needs it more than as a decorative emblem. But that's the other point. Isn't
0: that just so obvious? Like, oh, there's this sword. And then, like, I see a million miles away. Oh, he's going to take that sword. I didn't see him taking the sword.
1: Really? I didn't. Honestly, it didn't hit me until he did it. And I was like,
0: Hell yeah! I would you respect. Take what's yours. I respect him more if he was like, you know what? I don't want their sword. I
1: mean, he family needs doesn't.
0: It. Family doesn't want me. I don't want them.
1: How about the fact that he, his uh, Gilly brings up, hey, he killed a White Walker, and everybody's like, no, he didn't. She's like, yeah, I saw, and she and she's got stones, man. She turned to the, the the King Father, and she was just like, he is a greater warrior than you will ever be. And I was like, that's the kind of attitude I appreciate. You picked well, Samwell. You picked Sam Well.
0: She doesn't have stones. She just doesn't know any better.
1: Oh, she knows better. She knows that they can be thrown out of the house by her stepping up, but she's like, bleep this. I gotta say what's real. I don't care if all y'all even see it or not. Here's what's up, D's. And I appreciated her for that. I
0: guess. I don't know. I I wasn't into it as much.
1: Uh so do which storyline do you like better? That one or Arya uh, uh and the Faceless Men? Hmm. Uh between
0: uh between uh, Gilly and them stealing the sword or Arya just being like, come on Ace. and let beat him. The lullaby of Broadway. Broadway. <laughs> um, I guess I'd rather see the uh, Arya one because now I know oh, she's, okay. she's going to be fighting people and maybe she'll kill people again.
1: I guess. I guess with Arya too, I enjoyed seeing that show. They're like this is how these people would get their news, right? They don't have CNN. Yeah. They would just watch uh, traveling plays of what happens. And how, how how bad does Tyrion look in all of this? Yeah. No wonder people don't respect him. He's made to look like a complete monster. Because in a vacuum, just looking at the events of what happened, and you take out any of the context, Tyrion looks terrible. Okay. He looks uh, really bad. Here,
0: I guess here's and, and 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 I guess this is just like coming up right now. I haven't really ever vocalized this to you and ever talked about it during the show, but. It kind of bugs me that the whole thing that happens on Game of Thrones is people who are weak are are put down. They don't. They don't somehow
1: strong people beat up weak people thank you. all the time. But that's so, the way of life. Brent. So
0: Samuel Samwell uh, somehow he's the weakest dude. He cried all the time. He got lucky that one time. He did. And somehow he's going to. You know. He couldn't run away from anybody. He's, you know, he's a big dude. He's not in shape. Got to fight. So how is this? How in this world where that never happens, is he still alive? He had all these other guys like Rob Stark
1: and all these other well, guys were. We know the answer to that, and that's because he, he was brought up in in palatial estate. Uh, he was brought up rich and brought up fat. Didn't get the respect of his dad went to the went to the castle black and outside of getting lucky basically that one time he's never had to really do anything other than like like uh, uh, you know clean horses and stuff like he's not doing anything i did like the comment of his dad being like i thought how are you still fat even though you went to castle black
0: i mean how did this never happen like in in game of thrones in westeros where his dad wasn't like
1: hey just take him down to
0: the river and you know make sure he doesn't come back you know what i mean like <laughs> i'm ashamed of him
1: well if tyrion didn't get drowned by tywin even though he wanted to, well, Tyrion's really smart, though. But how would you have known that when he was a baby? He was just a monster. Uh, I just like I guess Samwell is. A monster. He
0: is small. Uh, he is very smart, but most of the time when he's doing things, is not using like his brains necessarily.
1: He's he is a bit of a coward. But when it comes down, he's a coward who won't run, and maybe will stick you if you run into his sword. He
0: has run before, though.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. Not very fast. Yeah, he's always been running. Uh, how about my other favorite uh, plot point? The one that's really the big one here: the king joins the head sparrow. As we were wondering, like, what happens when this army shows up and goes to remove the Head Sparrow from power? Uh, What's the only thing going to stop it? Oh, the king saying stop it. I was just so diametrically
0: opposed to this because you're sitting there going, oh, it's going down. This is about to happen. Nothing's happening. Never mind.
1: Nothing's happening. It was a swerve. A lot of uh, wrestling from the 90s was like this where they set up this big event and then nothing happens. That was lame. I like it because it's just going to build it up for when it does happen in three, four episodes from now. I don't think Jonathan Price is back next season. I don't think the head of Sparrows is going to be there. So something's going to happen. Somebody's going to oust this dude. It's just going to have to be through deceit and not through straight-up military force.
0: Yeah, I would assume so, but that King, man, he's worse than Joffrey.
1: He's not worse than Joffrey. He just—he's a worse leader he's than young Joffrey. And stupid. Yeah, he
0: is a worse leader than Joffrey. That's At least for sure. Joffrey, you know, was a little bit tactical.
1: Joffrey was 100% tactical, yeah. but he also—I think Joffrey had better people behind him. He had Tywin behind him. He had Cersei behind well, him. That's True. I mean, and these people were working for his best efforts behind the scenes, like mofos. Yeah. Uh, who does he have right now? Like nobody really. Cersei, sort of, but she doesn't really trust him. He
0: had the Kingslayer behind him, and then he, he used to-, to. He totally just. Uh, till he curbed burnt him. him he totally burnt him
1: yeah how impressive was it that jamie lannister rode that horse up those steps though that's pretty cool wasted in a moment yeah <laughs> a great that's like hitting a home run that goes like 500 feet when your team's down seven in the ninth inning right super awesome in the moment but uh didn't end up going anywhere this can't last though right is seriously going to get in the ear i mean uh, uh, jamie lannister's leaving yeah so it's like, well, what's going to happen here? I mean, we can't believe that. Do we really think they're going to, the religious people are going to take over? I mean, I they've kind of taken so. over.
0: I mean, it seems like they kind of have.
1: Yeah. But I just don't see this lasting. I don't know. People are not going to stand for it. Although the people love this new king. They Do they? It. They were cheering like crazy when he said the crown and the faith are are intertwined. Yeah, but. They went nuts. They weren't going to let that whole army kill all those people. Yeah.
0: They were just just happy because there wasn't going to be a war right in front of them.
1: I think they were kind of like, all right, I'm going to see some stabbing. Somebody big is going to get stabbed. I'm so glad I showed up today and I didn't miss this one. And then
0: they're like, oh, no stabbing? Oh, I'll pretend like I'm good with that. Yay! Oh,
1: whatever the king says we like. Thank you. What the king said! Yay! So who dies? Multiple people have to die before the end of the season. Who dies? It's got to be somebody big, right? They're not just going to kill Nobody.
0: Yeah, don't you think that uh, the new uh,
1: probably the sparrow and the king probably will die? You would think so. Yeah, but if the king dies, who's the new king? Who's left?
0: Hey, Marjorie. (laughs) Yeah, get on it. I don't know. I that well, Tyrion. There you go. Boom. He's
1: on the wrong side of the world. He's on the wrong
0: side of the world. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Who dies? I mean, that's such a broad question. It could be a bunch of people.
1: Well, we already know Cersei's going to have her trial by combat. They set this up. Yeah. So the Zombie Mountain's going to fight for her. So Zombie Mountain might kill somebody, and they might be some sort of plot point, some important person that they put up against Zombie Mountain to die.
0: Yeah, I think Zombie Mountain's going to die. Maybe maybe. he does.
1: They've set him up as an um, immovable force. Yes.
0: Anytime it's a movable force. Although... Last time that didn't work out, but then, you know.
1: Who knows? Yeah. Maybe Zombie Hodor comes back to fight in his stead. Oh, dad.
0: White Walker. You will be fighting White Walker Hodor and yeah. Stone Mantor Mormont.
1: What? <laughs> in a tag team extravaganza. I would pay money. Oh, month. and Mormont turns on Hodor. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I think Brienne of Tarth dies. I'm, gonna really? put it out there. I'm, just, I'm guessing. In that battle, should. somebody's got to die. I don't think she's going to die. It could be Sansa Stark. It could be Jon Snow, but probably not. Uh, Sansa Stark, it very well could be. Uh, but Brienne of Tarth, is. if I'm just going to throw it out of a hat, who's going to die? How about Arya? Boom. Arya's not going to die. Comes back, makes it all the way back, then dies. Arya's going to kill that chick from the Faceless People. Oh, yeah. I see that. Yeah, I see that happen. I don't see her dying, though. What if she kills both of them? Ooh, That'd be pretty strong. I don't know, and I think the head sparrow dies. Although I still think the head can, sparrow's going to die. Isn't
0: she just on the run always from those people now, though?
1: Kind of. Yeah, so isn't that a weird thing? Like why? Well, until she sets up at Winterfell. Then they're like, come and get me. I'm in the ward of the north. You ain't coming. No, but, they, but they're faceless people. they just like, well... Oh, I'm, themselves... I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Sansa. I'm, I'm talking sorry. about the... Yeah. Arya Stark should be running from assassins the rest of her life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yes. in theory, she should be brought down sooner rather than she later. She should have made a different choice. I think she needs to kill a couple of people and then tap out. Yeah. That's what I think. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Who's your prediction? Those are my two. The Head Sparrow and Brienne of Tarth both die. If you pick two people right now and say they're dying, who's your best guess? Oh, boy. Uh, Okay.
0: I think uh, the High Sparrow. Okay. And somebody has been untouched. Maybe Samwell. I was about to say Samwell might be on my (laughs) list, too. It's a good call. I mean, it's been coming, you know. How
1: about how his daddy's like, I'm going to be a maester. Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Gross. So dumb. His dad has no vision whatsoever at all. Oh, what about this? Here's who here's who needs to die. Walter Frey. Okay, yes, I could see that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. He needs to die. What about the guy who's banging Daenerys? Could he die too? I forget his name. Oh, oh. Jorah Mormont just kills him for spite. I oh man, what if he dies? Be pretty cool. I'd be into it. But anyway, we got to talk hey, about hey, yes. that was,
0: hey, Were you the one that posted that internet meme about. Yes. <laughs> and then Jorah Mormon
1: says, I love you. And I'm like, LOL. Am I, I, I love right? You, Khaleesi,
0: and then they show that dude in Khaleesi in bed later. Like,
1: laughing. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know? Yeah, terrible, terrible. Well, let's talk a little bit of Preacher, Brent. I got to do it. Okay. After three seconds of so- Led Zeppelin. Oh, oh, I can't quit you, babe. Preacher. Preacher is now a thing. It is? On AMC. Yes. This is weird. I'm so glad I
0: got you into those comics, Ray, because now we can talk
1: stop about it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Would you like it. to purchase my number one through four? You do not have number one through four. It is me who has number one through four. Oh wow. So how much did you pay me for them? I did not because you never owned them.
0: Oh that come on, Ray. You gotta be fair at least. I'm not gonna
1: give them to you. Oh my goodness. Anyway, the show is out and I just it's it's weird, right? It's a weird show, first off. It's a weird show. There's over-the-top, gratuitous violence, um, okay, but it's that. done in an o- such an over-the-top way you can't take it seriously. It's like right. a cartoon almost, yeah. which I think is the way you have to uh, approach this. It's strange, though, because they've completely gone off the book. They've taken all- at least six main characters... From the Preacher comic book series, they've introduced us, at least in part, to all of them. Except, instead of meeting them as the as the plot progresses and as the show continues, everybody li- knows each other, and they all live in the same town of Anvil, Texas. Yeah, this is weird. It's weird. Like, well, what was your what was your initial take on Preacher?
0: Um, well, I hadn't read the graphic novel, you know, for a couple years. Okay. Uh, So I was sitting there most of the time going, wait, did
1: this happen <laughs> in the graphic novel? Here's the deal. One half of one of those scenes happened in the graphic yeah. novel. and a 90-minute pilot, one half of one. Th- the bar fight scene where uh, Jesse Custer beats up those guys, that sort of happens sort of that, almost like that in the comics. That That's was a, it.
0: That was an awesome scene, though. That uh, was a great fight scene.
1: All the fight scenes were awesome. Yeah. The one of Cassidy on the yeah. airplane was a mm-hmm. wonderful fight scene. Uh. uh Every single fight scene that they had was well choreographed, and it wasn't quite Daredevil level, but it was very, very good.
0: Yeah, I would say, like, if I was recommending things, if you, even if you never read the comic book and you don't know anything about it, if you like action fighting and like gratuitous just violence, crazy over crazy, the top, then you're, you'll probably enjoy this show.
1: Yes, uh, I think a lot of people do. I don't know how the, the the ratings look right now. I know that they replayed it the second week in a row. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate that they got Howard Stark to play uh, Jesse Custer from the Iron Man series. <laughs> I, really, I really like that. Like, what he's you, a good
0: actor. What did you think of that guy being cast as, as the preacher?
1: At first, I was a little apprehensive. Mm-hmm. When I saw that he was the guy who played Howard Stark in all those movies, I, I said, okay, he's a little bit too silly for that character, though. That is the one, like, quote-unquote, serious character in the middle of a crazy zoo. And the fact that he plays him a touch silly is a little weird to me. Okay. That was my take on it. What'd you yeah, think? Yeah, I wasn't sure at the beginning, and then I, he won me over. He did grow on me, yeah. though. I did like him, you know. Yeah. Uh, and Cassidy, I thought is perfect. Cassidy, I can't great. understand half of what he says. So perfect, Cassidy. Right. It's a little bit weird that he's just showing up in episode one, and they don't kind of meet him along the way. It's another one of those guys. that's just like he's here now, and he's sticking around because he's intrigued. Well, he landed. He f- fell out of the plane, landed near them. Yeah, that never happened in the comic. I don't know. No, what it was didn't. About. And he was caught by vampire hunters. Yeah. On the airplane, yeah. which yeah, is was, just bizarre. Strange. Whole thing was weird. Um, and then I did not like the character of Tulip. And it's it, what kind of I praise? I feel like a terrible what? person. What kind of praise are you? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, you like, didn't like I didn't tulip? like I Tulip. I didn't I like, like her portrayals. Again, she was a little too wacky. Tulip is like a broken person. I think what you mean to say is that Tulip was too black for I, you. And I think that's where the internet's gonna go with it. And I think that's terrible because I don't. I'm not that guy. I don't want to be that I, way. I thought she was. Um, I, look, she was a little too sassy
0: for me. Is a little she too silly. Like, is she like the tulip in the comic book? No. But, uh, do I want her to? Do I want to watch this broken person? I want to watch her be a little more powerful. I mean, I think that was one of the things we were both concerned about coming in. Is is this show going to be like, you know how? Preacher, when you go back and read some of it now, it's a little dated. A
1: lot of it does not hold up. Yeah. yes. Yeah, so
0: a lot of the attitudes prevalent so, in it do not hold up. I think I like that she's a little bit more like that, but she had that attitude eventually
1: in Preacher. She did. I mean, event- when it first starts out at this point of the story in Preacher, she is the person kind of like beating sense into Jesse mm-hmm. and being drawing him back to reality when he's taken on this like wild spiritual like journey when he gets the voice of God and all that, because that's the plot point. Jesse Custer, it's imbued with the spirit of a of a devil slash angel. I don't know what they're going to do for the show. Yeah. But in the comics, he's imbued by the spirit of a devil slash angel that blows up his church and kills all his parishioners. He leaves town immediately because he knows he's going to get blamed for it, and now he's got the superpower of the word of God. If he wants to tell you to do something, you have to do it. None of that, only sort of that happens in the actual comic, in the actual TV show, Mm -hmm. because it happens in an empty church. The church doesn't blow up, and all of his parishioners are these other characters who appear later in the comic. Weird. Uh, Weird.
0: uh, You know... I did love when he did finally use his, which he didn't know he was using yes, his power. At I know the exactly time. where you're going. Yep, Brian Husky. Brian Husky, who is one of my favorite, you know, working actors. One of my Canadians. favorite commercial actors. Yeah, going he's yes. great. Um, yeah, that was just brutal. When so he says
1: "open your heart," I immediately went, heart. uh-oh.
0: "Oh, I think he's going to take that literally." Well,
1: in the comics, he tells uh, a character to go f himself, and the guy dies, ripping off his organ and shoving it somewhere. In himself. In himself. And he loses too much blood and dies. And so that was kind of their version of that. Open your heart. You know, Jesse's got to pick his words a little bit more carefully. Well, he didn't know. He didn't know. That was the first time him ever using the power. And uh, I'm I'm curious where it's going to go from here. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it. Yeah, I'm it's in It's a little bit too weird for me. It's a little bit like petting a cat backwards when they do stuff that's so wrong. Yeah, in my brain at least, it's not wrong because it is whatever they're doing. What with What did it. you think of uh, Arseface? Arseface looked good. Mm-hmm. I think he looked e- almost too normal. <laughs> Arseface is a character uh, that has survived shooting himself in the face. He shot himself in the face with a shotgun from under his chin, blew his face off. So when they reconstructive surgery did now again, we don't know how they're going to do it in the in mm-hmm. the in the show. In the comics, he loved Kurt Cobain, so when Kurt Cobain killed himself, he did the same thing. Mm-hmm. He lived, found a brand new attitude. He's the most positive, peppy, happy person on the earth, but can't really talk right anymore. It is a little bit weird that he's in Jesse Custer's town, yeah. and he isn't discovered on the road. It's uh. just they all just live there. Again, yeah. I can't I can't get over that. That's just weird to me. Well, I think maybe they were thinking it, they can't take the time to
0: introduce all these characters. In... Yes, they
1: can. Well, if you do it correctly and and
0: meet out the, the the plot points on the journey, if they knew they were going to get like a second season, they could.
1: But I think you just go with with a show like this. You have to just go forward as if you're going to get a second season. Okay. I understand where they feel like for a pilot, they're trying to get viewers for this new property. Most people don't know a lot about, so therefore they need to kind of like throw all their eggs in one basket a little bit like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. pilot, a little bit like the Gotham pilot, dare I say, where they're just like, here's everything, and we're going to stretch it out over the course of seasons, but we want you to get a taste of every crazy thing we're about to throw at you. Okay. I think that's fair to a point. Yeah,
0: that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I I, I guess uh, money-wise that makes sense. It's just a little off-putting to me. But every character is being played pretty well, to me with the exception of Tulip, and everybody else is pretty darn good. Right. They well cast, well performed. They are respecting the source material as much as they can through the characterizations. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna watch more. Do you wanna will we talk about this every week? Oh, else? let's
0: talk about it every week. Okay. I I look, it may not be the same thing as the comic book, but I still thought it was interesting enough
1: that I'm going to watch it. hundred yeah. percent. If I didn't know anything about the comic book, I would want to keep watching this. Yeah. Definitely. Well, cool, man. Well, there anything else you want to say about Preacher? That's sort of my thoughts on it.
0: No, I think we are kind of on the same page. It, yeah. was, it was weird, but didn't we think it was going to be weird? We knew it was going
1: to be different. Here's the deal. It wasn't the abject disaster that the promo and the uh, initial trailer it made up- it seem like it was, it was going to be. It was a little updated for current, uh, the current world. Because you have to. Yeah. You, I like that Ted Cruz blew up as a Scientology ah. <laughs> That was kind of hilarious. Yeah. Fun little <laughs> Easter egg in there that made me laugh. Uh, yeah, I think definitely it stands no, on its Ted own Ted Cruz, merit. Tom Cruise. Or, did I say Ted you Cruz? You said Ted Cruz. Oh. Tom Cruise is what well, I meant. Well, look, I...
0: I feel like this is, Ray, i got to call you out. At any point, you always just find some way to say Ted Cruz's name. You still think he's going to
1: get the nomination. And he's going to be our next president of the United States. You're sir. a big fan. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Ted Evangelical candidate Ted Cruz. And
0: I thought you hadn't really said much positive about him until he ate his own booger on TV, and then all of a sudden you're like, in.
1: No, that's how That's how he won me over.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Gracious. In any case, we'll be right back up to wrap up the show after three seconds of...
0: Backstreet
1: Boys. And that's going to do it for another episode of Raisin, Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And you are. That was exciting. Essential. Very essential. Hello, good. guys. How are you? It's a little Hannibal Lecter of you. Oh. <laughs> Faba Beans. There it is. Uh, we got we got some contact information for the show right now. We've gotta be uh, contacting the show. We got at Ray Brent Podcast on Twitter. We've got Facebook.com slash Ray Brandt Podcast. Email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to hit me individually, I am at almighty ray.
0: And after I have an old friend over for dinner, you can contact me at Scoops Pope.
1: Scoops Pope on Twitter. Love it. At Scoops Pope. Oh, thank you. Uh, we got people we want to thank this week, Mr. Brent. We've gotta thank Jeremy Buck and the bang. Gotta thank got
0: to thank the train wrecks.
1: If we didn't, we we would have to. Mm-hmm. we got to thank Jeremy Buck in the Bang. Wait, I already said that. Yeah. I Lopez. Met jo- I met Jordan Monsell. Oh, boy, Lopez. Oh, Greg Lopez. We also always thank Greg Lopez. Yeah. Nobody gets arrested enough, though. No. Give Johnny Manziel a week or two, right? That's right. Wait,
0: <laughs> I did hear the yes. other day Johnny Manziel bought 300 shots at the bar the other night. Wow.
1: <laughs> and he did all of them?
0: He only did uh, 120. Though, oh, so. okay.
1: So he's, he's cutting back. <laughs> That's right. Responsibility. He's like, i got to go to a strict 40, 60. 40% of the shots I drink myself, 60% go to the rest of the party. It's a little rough right there. Uh, we want to thank uh, Jordan Monsell, the artist. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, he has a new show coming up. Maybe we'll have Jordan on and uh, plug his new show.
1: Absolutely. What's his new show?
0: Oh, you know, uh, a new art show where you can go buy his stuff. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. yeah. We also want to thank our intrepid producer, David Knoll. D-no. No. Me, me, me. Anybody else you want to thank, Brent? I want to thank Eric Cosmer. Why don't you thank Eric Cosmer? I know why. For having the greatest hair in the business. I like that hair flip thing. Or Drew Butera for doing the hair flip. Drew Butera and the hair yeah. flip. I just found out about this before we started recording, and I'm a yeah. fan. Yeah, <laughs> I now have a favorite royal. His name is Drew Butera. He was
0: the, he was the Dodgers uh, backup catcher like two years ago. He was there the it right is.
1: Now. And he's got great hair, and he does the little flip. He does. Flip.
0: Sal Butera is her dad. He was a major league catcher. back I'm in the just day. jealous
1: because I can't do the flip.
0: Oh yeah, uh, even if I had hair that long, it wouldn't do the flip. I got like the Brillo pad hair kind of do. Yeah, I have more hair than you do now. Well, yeah, but because I cut all my hair off. But yeah. I'm just oh saying... yeah, me too.
1: Yeah, uh... Uh,
0: it's a weird pattern you put on top of your. Uh... <laughs> Good night,
1: everybody. <laughs> gonna have to drag me